Get ready for unique, rare, and little-known treasures from the golden age of radio. You're listening to The Amazing World of Radio with Adam Graham. Welcome to The Amazing World of Radio from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, here in the United States, it's almost Thanksgiving, so it's time for a helping of the amazing world of radio. And for our Thanksgiving episode, we're going to take a listen to an episode of the Bird's Eye Open House. Uh, the original air date is November the 22nd of 1945, and this episode guest stars Groucho Marx. Bird's Eye Frosted Foods present Bird's Eye Open House, starring Dinah Shore with her special guest, Groucho Marx. And now here's Dinah. I didn't want to see you again, but I did. I didn't want to phone you again, but I did. I had a certain feeling for you that bothered me. you again, but I did. I didn't want to kiss you again, but I did. I must have been too sentimental doing what I did. I didn't want to Ladies and gentlemen, hiya, fellas. Hiya. Oh, and fine, and a happy Thanksgiving to all of you. That means you, Robert Emmett Dolan, and our orchestra, and Ken Lane, and our chorus, and all you nice people who are visiting our bird's eye open house this evening. Oh, I didn't mean to exclude you, Harry. No. How are you? <laughs> oh, fine, and a very thank you, Thanksgiving to you, darling. <laughs> a very what? Hmm? Well, anyhow, thank you, Harry. <laughs> you know, this is my favorite holiday. Oh, mine too. See, every Thanksgiving day, I'm bursting with sentiment, brotherly love, conviviality, and stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> But, Dinah, who else are you having over for Thanksgiving dinner? Well, my Aunt Sarah Lou Culpepper is visiting me from Alabama. Oh. And uh, I thought maybe Groucho Marx might be a good dinner companion for her. Don't you think oh, so? Oh, sure. Groucho's coming over, too. Say, where is he? I don't know, but I wish he'd hurry. See, Groucho told me not to buy a turkey because he's bringing one over. Groucho? <laughs> Groucho is bringing the turkey? Yeah, I wonder where he is. <laughs> Well, 
Well, I didn't win at that time. Now, how about another chance on the turkey, Mr. Marks? Only five cents, you know. By all means. But what gets me, Ed, is that there actually are suckers who go into a store and pay ten or twelve dollars for a turkey when you can step up to a cigar counter and win one on a punch board for a nickel. All right, Ed, I'll, I'll take another chance. Here you are. Let's see. I think I'll punch uh, this one. Mr. Marks, congratulations. You've won the turkey. Oh, I'm always lucky. How much do I owe you? $153.40. <laughs> you wait right here, Mr. Marks. I'll bring you your prize. I still can't understand how a guy in his right mind would go into a store and plunk down 10 or $12 for a turkey. Ah, Groucho Marx, you're a shrewd little rascal, you. <laughs> Now, you just stay right where you are, Aunt Sarah Lou. You must be tired from your trip. Just relax while Harry and I finish setting the table. Thank you, Dinah, honey. I uh, hope the trip was pleasant. Well, it would have been pleasant enough if it wasn't for those nasty old customs men. Why, would you believe it? They went through all my luggage, and they even insisted on seeing my little old passport. Well, but you only... But you only came up from little old Birmingham. You <laughs> Where did they go through your luggage and examine your passport? At the Mason-Dixon line. Oh. <laughs> there. Now, doesn't the table look nice? Let's see. Harry, you'll sit over here. And I'll sit over here and Grouch will sit over there. And Aunt Sarah Lou, you'll sit over here. Yeah, well, gee, I'm hungry. I wish Groucho Marx would get here so we could put that turkey in the oven. I do, too. Oh, I hope that's him. Well, Groucho... How do you do? It's about time. Uh, sorry to keep you waiting, but to all of you I say, Noel, Noel. <laughs> that means Happy Thanksgiving in French. <laughs> well, besame mucho to you. <laughs> Come outside and say that. No. <laughs> Bad enough to say it in here. <laughs> you know, in Spanish, Groucho, that means where is the turkey? Vanzel, keep your shade on. Keep your shade... Never mind. After looking at that shade, you better take it off. <laughs> Dinah, I want to present you with the most beautiful turkey you've ever seen. Well, where is it? Right here. Hyman, come on in. <laughs> Where'd you try putting that in the icebox? This is ridiculous. I don't believe it. You will if you start plucking his tail feathers. <laughs> well, how in the world... You know, this turkey looks like a fellow I used to play pool with in Paul Tucker. <laughs> well, how in the world did you ever get this turkey over here? On a streetcar. Well, didn't you have any trouble? No, an old lady got up and gave him a seat. <laughs> he used to be a turkey, too. Groucho, Groucho, everything else is cooked. Who's going to kill the turkey? Don't mention the word kill in front of him. It's frightening him. <laughs> and turkey, stop ad living, will you? You're not kidding. It frightens him. Look at look at this. This is the first time I ever saw goose pimples on a turkey. Yeah, take it easy, Hyman. Take it easy. Take it easy. Hyman, don't overdo it. Get off your knees. I'm going to eat them later. Donna, Donna, Charles, you neglected to introduce me to this charming gentleman. Oh, 
Simon, stop bowing. She means me. Oh, Groucho, Groucho, I'm really sorry. I want you to meet my Aunt Sarah Lou Culpepper. She's from Alabama. How do you do? It's a pleasure, ma'am. I'm always proud to meet a daughter of the old suit. <laughs> After all, I'm a son of the old suit. Uh, I come from Florida. A Pensacola? No, thanks, but I wouldn't mind a drink of 7-Up. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, Aunt Sarah Lou, but I've got to settle this. Now, Groucho... How are we going to K-I-L-L the T-U-R-K-E-Y? She doesn't spell very well, either. <laughs> it's very simple. We'll just C-U-T, his H-E-A-D-O-F-F. All right, all right. You don't have to spell things out in front of me. I don't want any of your old candy anywhere. <laughs> Bonzel, if you had 38 more points, you could get out of kindergarten. Boys, please, we've got to do something. The rest of the food is all cooked. Yeah, and if the cranberry sauce stands much longer, the taste will be killed. I get a turkey that went to college. Up 
like you did before. It's good to hold you, hold you in my arms He's putting Hyman in the kitchen. With that turkey in another room, we might be able to think this thing out. Oh, Harry. Harry, I hope Herman didn't make any too much trouble about being alone in the kitchen. Oh, no, not a bit. As a matter of fact, that bird is most cooperative. You know that chestnut dressing you made? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just stuffed himself with it. Well, which one of you is going to prepare the turkey for cooking? Well? Well? Well, don't look at me. I'm so tender-hearted, I feel faint when I cut the pages of a book. <laughs> and what about you, Mr. Moss? Oh, I, I couldn't. I, I've learned to love Herman. He's like a brother to me. As a matter of fact, he does look like Chico. <laughs> Except there's, there's more white meat on Chico. Well, it's up to you, Groucho. When I invited you to a Thanksgiving dinner, you promised to supply the turkey. Now... Well, I did, but I can't help it if I'm not a killer. Hey, Dinah, I've got an idea. You know, I've got connections. Well, what about it? I'll get a mobster from out of town to bump him off. Oh, <laughs> don't be silly. Oh, when you Yankees call yourselves men, why, that turkey's neck would have been wrung long ago in Alabama. I'll be right back. Where are you going? I just want to warn Hyman not to fly south for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm losing patience. Something's got to be done about that turkey. Now, Groucho, I'm going to give you and Harry 30 seconds to think of something. I'd love to, Dinah, but I can't think of a thing. You hold it, hold it. Oh, wait a minute, everybody. I'm thinking of something. What are you thinking about? Green beans. Green beans. Green beans. Green beans. Green beans. Bird's eye, quick, frozen, green beans. <laughs> <laughs> around in the kitchen. Donna, honey, I'll settle the whole problem. Gentlemen, to the first man who kills that turkey, I will give a great big kiss. To the first man who kills that turkey, you will give a great big kiss? Yes. Folks, in that kitchen stands a turkey named Herman, who will be the first turkey on record to live long enough to collect Social Security. <laughs> You're a Yankee. But even so, I've never seen anything fresh. Oh, fresh. Just wait till you try those bird's eye stringless beans. <laughs> oh, Why, she walked into that one. <laughs> certainly did. Or any other bird's eye vegetable or fruit. They're the freshest tasting, most perfect food you ever ate. That's because the bird's eye folks really know how to grow and prepare good food. They're so careful, you know. So fussy that you can always be sure of getting perfectly delicious, clean, and uniform food all the time. Believe me, any one of those bird's eye fruits or vegetables would win first prize at a beauty contest. I can just see it. The scene is Atlantic City. As the cameras are clicking, there sits Miss Stringbean of 1945. <laughs> Her shapely legs and eyes are crossed, and she's wearing a quick frozen bathing suit. <laughs> yes, and as I wink at her, she gives me the eye. The bird's eye. <laughs> I'm going to get in on this racket, too. Bless your little fat heart. <laughs> and my little fat bird's eye. Yes. 
Really, folks, if you give your food store's frosted food case the bird's eye, you're going to get some mighty good food. Because you know, if you want the better buy in frosted foods, better buy bird's eye. Look, look, fellas, I've just gone through the cookbook again, and it says nothing on how to cook a live turkey. Now, what are you going to do about it? Oh, with my dear, dear husband, Colonel Blodgett, we're only here. He knows how to handle that turkey. Y- your husband, Colonel Blodgett? Yes, we were married for 20 years. Oh, what a beautiful union. He died a short time ago. That guy didn't die. He seceded from the union. <laughs> the Jerome Kern spot. Tonight, a tune from one score of the innumerable scores he wrote. Lots of couples call it their own song, but it belongs to anybody who's ever been in love.
Aunt Sarah Lou, I'm so embarrassed. After you came all the way up for a Thanksgiving dinner, this had to happen. My day is ruined. Yes, Donna. Charlie, I must admit I'm terribly disappointed. This day means a lot to me. Well, I can still remember when I was a little girl, the first Thanksgiving dinner I ate with the grown-ups. <laughs> oh, father had the drumstick, mother had the wings, and I got the turkey neck. What's that? I got a turkey neck. Well, wear a high collar, nobody will notice it. <laughs> Now, look, Groucho, that's no way to talk to my aunt. I can't help it, Diner. I keep thinking she's your uncle. Oh, Oh, Fop. Enough of this. Fop, where does it say that in here? I wrote it in right there. F-O-P, Fop. That's a funny word, isn't it? (laughs) Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going in there and finish off that turkey. Somebody's got... Groucho, have you got a hatchet in your pocket? No, but take this egg. The turkey will hatch it. I'm not responsible for that. The turkey wrote that joke himself. <laughs> oh, Harry, I'm very proud of you. I'm glad there's one man here who has some courage. Well, thank you, Dinah. Now, I'm a-going into that there kitchen, and when I get finished, the, that there turkey, he'll be ready for the roasting. I'll be right back. Well, we'll all be eating soon. For Hyman's sake, I hope the end comes fast. <laughs> Well, Hyman's and Tykey have it now. May he rest in pieces. <laughs> and I wish I'd one of the pieces. Well? Thanks, old boy. <laughs> Harry, are you finished? Finished? I'll say I'm finished. The darn turkey threw me two falls out of three. <laughs> you should have gotten a half Nelson on his giblets. <laughs> or still better, a half giblet on his Nelson. That's a two-way oh. joke. You can have it either way you want. <laughs> Sure, everything around here. Nobody can handle that turkey, and to think that only yesterday Mr. Krausmeyer, the butcher, wanted to sell me a turkey, and I turned him down. I know we'll have turkey yet. Give me that phone. Okay. Yeah, she dials like a dog. <laughs> Oh, no. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Krausmeyer. This is Groucho Marx. Have you got a turkey left in the shop that you could sell me? You have one? Weighs 165 pounds? <laughs> Krausmeyer, take your wife off the scale. <laughs> Think of your children. And take them off the scale, too. I just want a turkey. All you've got is a live one? Oh, never mind. But just out of curiosity, is it a male turkey or a female? A female? Well, if she's not going steady, I can get her a hot date for Saturday night. <laughs> Goodbye. Well? All right, Diner. I guess I'll have to go in there and do away with Herman. I feel like a Benedict Arnold, but I'll do it. a boy, Groucho, old man. But wait a minute. I can't face Herman unless I have a little something to brace me up. Well, I took the liberty of mixing a bowl of punch. Showing up? Uh, you'll find it right there in the kitchen. Showing yeah, up. That... <laughs> Brace you up. We call it the Southern Magnolia and Honeysuckle Punch. Sounds good. How's it made? Well, it's mighty complicated. You take a big bowl, you pour in five quarts of bourbon. What else? That's all. Hyman, <laughs> here I come. 
Hey, where's that bowl of punch? Well, I saw it right here on the kitchen table. Well, the bowl is there, but there's nothing in it. You're right. The bowl is empty. Aunt Sarah Lou, did you? Oh, how dare you suggest that I would well, I didn't. It, well, don't look at me. I didn't touch it. Well, somebody must have drunk it. <laughs> I wonder who it could have been. Uh, that's all, a drunken turkey. Groucho, this is the last straw. After all the plans I made for this Thanksgiving Day dinner, there's nothing for me to do but go in the corner and cry. Don't talk that way, Dinah. Why, you'll be the envy of every hostess in America. Today in millions of homes, people are having plain turkey, stuffed turkey, smoked turkey, baked turkey, and roast turkey. Yes. You are the only woman in the United States who has a pickle turkey. <laughs> Say, folks, I bet I know what you're going to have for dinner tomorrow night. Turkey. <laughs> And the next night, and the night after that, and the night after that. Yes, sir, for the next week or so, you're going to get the bird in one way or another. But look, if you want to add a little variety to those turkey meals, how about pepping them up with some of those wonderful bird's-eye quick-frozen vegetables? They're all so good, all so easy to prepare, really a pleasure to serve. So how about getting some tomorrow? Just make sure, though, that the packages you pick say bird's-eye clear as anything on the label. Because there are many brands of frosted foods, but only one bird's-eye. Only Bird's Eye gives you that famous Bird's Eye garden freshness. That Bird's Eye uniform top quality every time. So for the Better Buy in Frosted Foods, Better Buy Bird's Eye.
other side. Forget your troubles and just get happy. Better chase all your cares away. Hallelujah, come on, get happy. Get ready for the judgment day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Get ready for the judgment day. Get ready for the judgment day. Mark, we had a lot of fun, and you're always welcome. And, folks, that makes for curtain time for now. I hope you enjoyed our Bird's Eye Open House offering so much tonight that you'll all be back with us at the same time next week when our guest will be Alan Ladd. Girl, please. In the meanwhile, keep well, keep happy, and keep those war bonds. Night, everybody. Hey, friends, next Thursday, tune in a half hour earlier to hear from our good friends George Burns and Gracie Allen, along with Meredith Wilson and Bill Goodwin. That's a half hour before our Bird's Eye Open House, starring Dinah Shore, with our special guest, ah, Alan Ladd. <laughs> along with Robert Emmett Dolan, his orchestra, Ken Lane, the four hits, the chorus, and me too. Groucho Marx can soon be seen in the Marx Brothers picture, Adventure in Casablanca. Bird's Eye Open House, starring Dinah Shore, is written by Howard Harris and Sid Zelenka. For gains. A wise dog owner will nourish every inch of a dog with gains. G A I N E S. Because gains complete meal contains meat meal, vegetables, cereals, everything dogs are known to need for strong, sturdy bodies and red blooded vitality. That's why gains dog mail has been a favorite with veterinarians for over 16 years. Feed your dog gains today. He'll speak. Speak for gains. America's largest selling dog food. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Welcome back. Well, good singing by Dinah Shore, as always. Uh, really a great voice and one of the best beloved uh, female singers during the golden age of radio. As for the plot of the episode, it's honestly a bit hackneyed. And it was one of those plots that was done quite a bit during the golden age of radio and even to the start of television with the idea somebody buys a live turkey for Thanksgiving dinner and how or, or who is going to kill it. You know, and this continued, like I said, into TV for decades hence. Though over radio, you could be a bit more silly about it because, you know, you could have somebody impersonating the turkey, you could give it all sorts of personality, and you didn't have to worry about uh, how are we going to train the turkey. We're going to have to pay turkey trainers for this episode. 
so it could be even more silly. But I th- still think the episode works just because of Groucho Marx. Uh, even though, like I said, it's a pretty uh, standard plot line. Groucho's delivery, his ad-libs, he just really makes it come alive. And so he takes a story that's, like I said, incredibly standard and just makes it a lot of fun. And everyone else does a decent job supporting them, including Harry Von Zell. And you get an idea from this episode, uh, something that uh, you miss on most of the detective programs, just how involved the announcer could really be in uh, the radio programs uh, when it comes to comedies. Uh, the announcer uh, could be, you know, uh, in fact, a character uh, in the story and could uh, work the uh, commercials uh, into the actual uh, plot of the episode. Uh, and uh, that one is always an interesting thing to hear. Uh, I think that uh, Bill Goodwin on the Burns and Allen radio program uh, in particular, though he also worked for Bob Hope, but on Burns and Allen, that was his major uh, program. He was just the master of that and just uh, a lot of fun in his delivery. But Harry Von Zell is right up there. All right, listener comments and feedback. And we have an email from Kim, uh, who uh, she writes in uh, regarding our last episode of the summer of Angela Lansbury, uh, Cashel uh, Byron's Profession. What a charming story. Thank you so much for playing it. I'd never heard of it, and it would have been a real shame to have never come across it. Loved Angela Lansbury and Dana Herlihy and the Shaw story entirely. It was my favorite of all the summer of Angela Lansbury shows. Thanks again. Well, thank you so much, Kim. I appreciate your comment and glad you enjoyed that episode. And that will actually do it for now. Join us back here around Christmas time where we will bring you some uh, Christmas old-time radio programs that I think you'll enjoy. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.